Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. We are diving right in today because this is a topic that I have become increasingly excited about as I see the way that it helps my clients, as I see the way that it helps me and the difference that it continues to make in my life. And I know that that's going to be true for you. Of course, though, remember that there is a difference between hearing something and being like, oh, that makes so much sense, and doing something with it. So as we go through today's episode, I want you to have that question going through your mind. What can I do with this? Is there something I can do with this today? If I implemented this even in a small way today, how would that be? Can I sit down with this tomorrow and figure out a way to implement it tomorrow or for the rest of the week? And what we're talking about today is the huge difference between having a plan and being prepared, as well as all the many different levels of preparation. You can have a plan forever, right? But if you are not prepared, you are going to struggle. And I have lived that out so many times where I've had great plans, clear plans, detailed plans, plans that I am able to execute but didn't. And it happens on a big scale. It also happens on a small scale. On a small scale, it's like having a plan to eat well this week and I've planned out my meals and then I don't eat any of them or the food spoils in the fridge or I end up going in a totally different direction. And I see it in work too. I can have a plan whether it's a plan for a day or a plan for a quarter or a plan for a big project. And the plan is clear. The plan is doable, but it doesn't get done. There is a difference between having a plan and being prepared. The other critical thing to note is that there are stages to being prepared and we individually have to pay attention to What level of preparation is needed for us to execute? I've been watching this play out over my pregnancy. One of my goals is to eat a certain way that's aligned with lowering my risk for having to go on bed rest or lowering my risk for preterm labor, lowering my risk for preeclampsia. Having a plan means I know what that looks like. I plan out 
the meals, I plan out the day, I plan out all of this. Now, being prepared can mean having all of that food in the house. That is undoubtedly preparation. But it is not the level of preparation that I need for success. Personally, me, at this phase of my life, I need more than that. And I I mentioned this a couple minutes ago, but I think it's something we can all relate to where you have the plan, you get prepared, you buy the groceries, and they go bad in the fridge. You do something other than the plan most evenings. Maybe not all evenings, but most evenings. And after two weeks, you know, you're back at the grocery store and you're like, do I want to buy more Brussels sprouts? Because the ones that are in the fridge went bad. Do I want to buy you know, more spinach because I didn't end up eating the last spinach that I bought. Buying it is part of preparation, but there are degrees to preparation and we are all different. And I would say we're even different in different seasons of life or different areas of our life. And we have to know what level of preparation is needed in a particular area for us to be successful. So I've really been looking at that for me, as it relates to food, it is not sufficient for me to know the things that I'm going to eat, I should eat, I plan to eat. It is not sufficient for me to have that plan defined and have the food in the house. And there are so many reasons for that. Maybe my husband will call on the way home and say, hey, I'm going to bring home Thai food or I'm going to bring home this or family dinner comes up during the week and somebody wants Mexican or uh, something comes up and we have an opportunity to go. There's so many different things that right now in this season make it so I need a higher degree of preparation for now. Certainly not always this way. It hasn't always been this way, but it is this way right now. What I am finding is that there are a few things I need as levels of preparation to execute the way that I want to eat for this pregnancy that I'm in. The first thing, and this is not something that I regularly do, but it is something that is a level of preparation I need for my own success right now, and that's pre-cooked bulk foods. So there's different meal delivery services all over the place. I don't like buying pre-made meals, especially to do that for a family would get really expensive. But there are some companies that do bulk items. And what I mean by that is you can get a pound or two pounds of cooked grilled chicken breast or cooked sirloin or cooked sweet potatoes, cooked salmon. I started buying those bulk items. And there's a couple reasons that helps me. Number one, lunches, very easy for me. Random snacks, it makes it super easy. But the other thing that it does that's huge for me right now is I use that for Roman's meals as well. So I don't have to be oh gosh, we need to stop and cook lunch, cook dinner for Roe because he doesn't he doesn't do baby foods. He never has. Um, he eats basically what we eat. And so this makes it easier for everybody. I grab a piece of chicken. I cut it into strips. It's already cooked. It came to me that way. I grab this little medley of carrots and sweet potatoes. I put it in his bowl. It's ready to go. So that is one piece of preparation. Goes beyond planning It also goes beyond the preparation of just having healthy ingredients in the fridge that I know I need right now. The other thing is the crock pot, or maybe for you it's an instant pot. But I like taking 
five to 10 minutes in the morning, throw things in the crock pot. It's done. It's ready. And that way, if Chris says, hey, I'm going to bring home XYZ or what do you want to do for dinner? It's already done. It's hot. It's ready to go. That is a higher degree of preparation than just having the ingredients in the fridge that I know right now in this season helps me with execution. And then the other thing, I just told Chris this the other day, I've been doing a lot of research on pregnancy-related topics and specific ways of eating that reduce risks of certain certain things. And I said, you know, I'm going to give you two recipes a week and you're responsible for, for making them. I'll make sure we have the ingredients here. But he's always asking, you know, what can I do to help? What can I do to be supportive? That's, that's an easy thing. Most of the time when he asks, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. But this is an easy thing and it's another degree of preparation that I need right now. What you need will absolutely, of course, be different. But number one, a plan is not enough. And we have to know ourselves well and pay attention to what's happening in our lives and the excuses we make and what's going on when we execute well. We have to pay enough attention to know what kind of preparation we need. And this is not just a food thing. This is an everything thing. I've been looking at this in my work. I've been looking at this for my workouts. What level of preparation do I need to execute? I need a lower level of preparation for workouts than I do for food in this season. That might not be true for you. You might need a higher level of preparation. But the plan is not enough. You can have a plan to work out five days every week, but I'm pretty sure we can all relate to not executing the plan. And it doesn't mean that plans are worthless. They're not. But they're just one step. And there's more steps to make. I have a routine. And the routine for me is pretty much enough of prep for my execution. When Chris comes home from work, this is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, because he's home on Thursdays, I go to the gym as soon as he gets in the door. So he usually gets home around four, I'm out the door. That's, that's my routine and it works right now. There could be another season where I need a higher level of, of preparation than that. In fact, I'm certain of it. When the twins are born and I eventually get back into working out, for sure I will need more in the way of preparation in terms of I work out on this day when these people are here to be with the kids, right? There are seasons where we need a higher degree of preparation. On the weekends, I can really wing it. I don't right now need a high degree of preparation to get a workout in on a Saturday or a Sunday because there's going to be a window of time where Chris can stay with the baby and I can get out the door. But for you, if you're finding that you're blocking the time and it's not happening, look at the things that are lined up when you do get there. Did you plan to meet a friend? Did you have a workout with a trainer? Those are all elements of preparation that maybe you need at this point to execute in that area of your life. One of the things that I absolutely consider part of preparation is the way that I track my workouts. I've shared this a dozen or more times in the last several months, but I have this big year-at-a-glance wall calendar. So up on the wall, all 12 months, and I put a blue sticker on the calendar on days that I work out. It's a visual thing for me. 
So having the stickers, being in that space, having the calendar in a space that I'm in regularly, all of that is part of how I execute versus having a plan to keep track of workouts. That's very different. Know yourself well. Look at what's going on, what's in place when you struggle to execute, what's going on, what's in place when you execute really well. Know yourself well enough to know what level of preparation you need. I have been practicing this in my business a lot, and I'll tell you exactly why. A few months back, maybe not, maybe maybe just two months ago, I started having a girl come to the house for just a few hours a week. She's there for a few hours twice a week to hang out with Roman so that I can get some work done. Well, for the first few weeks, I was like, I'd come to the end of the day when she was here and I'd be like, I had three hours and I could have gotten so much done. And I only got done one fraction of what I anticipated to get done. So I had the plan but I wasn't executing well. So I had to start looking at what level of preparation do I need to have in place for my work so that whether it's my mom's here for a couple hours or Chris is home for a bit or the babysitter comes over, that I can execute what I need to do. And honestly, it's okay if it continues to be a work in progress and you're still kind of tinkering and figuring out and adjusting this and adjusting that. That's very much where I am with work. But I'll tell you, you can start to learn from the things that currently frustrate you. So instead of having a day where the babysitter was here and I wanted to get 12 things done and I only got two of the things on my list done but I used the time to like wash the dishes, fold the laundry, clean up my room, things that quite frankly, I didn't need to use that time for. Instead of getting frustrated, what's wrong with me? Why didn't I get this done? Use it to say, all right, well, what can I do differently next time as an experiment to see if it helps me? Maybe I should go to the library. Maybe I should time block and include breaks to account for the fact that I know I get distracted. So maybe I'll try something where it's 30 minutes on, 30 minutes off instead of like two minutes here and flitting around here. Try something like that. Experiment with that. And then as a way of preparation, say if I'm going to do 30 minutes on, 30 minutes off, what am I doing in the first 30 minute block? What am I doing in the second 30 minute block? What am I doing in the third 30-minute block? And then for the the in-between times, am I cool if I'm just watching TV? Is that when I get in some movement? Is that when I'm doing chores around the house? Like, how do I want to use that time? Don't just, you've got to be specific. Don't be vague. One of the primary reasons that we struggle to execute is because we're vague. Saying, I'm going to work. I'm going to work for three hours is very different than saying, I'm going to work on these things. For 30 minutes, I'm going to respond to emails. And even if I don't get them done, after 30 minutes, I'm going to take a 15-minute break. And I can do anything I want in that 15-minute break. But after that 15-minute break is up, then I'm going to spend 30 minutes on social media. And whatever I get done in 30 minutes is what I get done in 30 minutes. 
You have to be prepared to the level that supports your execution. Prepared to the level that supports your execution. If you feel like I can get caught up after the kids go to bed, whether that's caught up with laundry or caught up with work or caught up with cleaning or caught up with anything, but you find that more often than not, you spend time on Facebook and you watch some TV and by that point you're tired and nothing gets done, start to experiment. Set yourself up for success in some small way and instead of getting frustrated if it doesn't work, try something else. This is why I really love communities. And if you're not part of the Primal Potential Facebook group, definitely consider it because what I would do if I were in a situation where I'm trying to figure out what level of preparation I need and I've tried a bunch of things and they aren't working, I'd go into a community like that and I'd say, hey, I listened to this episode. I experimented with these things. What I'm trying to do is make better use of my evening time so that X, Y, and Z gets done. But I keep putting it off. This is what I've tried. It still feels like it's not working. Are there any things that you've done that have worked really well for you? And I promise you, people are going to jump in and share their tips. It's one of the things I love about doing a mastermind. I learn so much from what other people share has worked for them that I wouldn't have ever thought of because maybe my brain doesn't operate that way. What do you need? What do you need to have prepared or in place to help you succeed? One of the things that I've had to do is address things like distractions. So I go on Facebook for work, but at the same time, I can go down a rabbit hole of like some twin moms group. And I got on there for work, but it, it didn't help me stay on track with what I was planning to do. So what I've found really works well for me is defining time blocks ahead of time. So like I said a few minutes ago, I'm going to spend 15 minutes doing these two things on social. And if they're not done after 15 minutes, I'm moving on to the next thing. And I really believe, I, I forget what the, the law is, but basically it states, it'll come to me in like two minutes, but it basically states that the task will expand to the amount of time you've given to it, which is why it might take you four hours to clean your house. But if you find out that you've got friends coming over unexpectedly in an hour, you can get it done in an hour because the task expands to the time that you have given to it. So time blocking really helps me from a work standpoint. And that might not be what helps you from a work standpoint, but maybe having your cell phone in another room or maybe closing browsers for social media helps you or having boundaries around what time you allow yourself to, to browse and chill and scroll on social. Find out what level of preparation works for you. Maybe it's having an accountability partner and you say, hey, the three things I'm going to get done today are X, Y, Z. And then you update that person every day and you and your buddy just text back and forth with your, with your accountability. One of the things that helps me for preparation a ton is the Changemakers Journal because it forces me to be specific. I'm looking at it every day when I'm thinking to myself like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have it right there in front of me, what I need to do now or next that is a tool that really helps me. But there's two pieces to this message, okay? The first is 
that having a plan is not the same thing as being prepared. And I see so many people struggle and I can look back on my own past and see so many of my own struggles because I had a plan, but I wasn't prepared. And the second piece of it is that preparation is not a yes or no kind of thing. Yes, I'm prepared or no, I'm not prepared. There's different degrees of preparation. And I think the food thing is the easiest way to look at this, right? You can say, I'm prepared. I went grocery shopping. I got rid of all the crap in the house. I have all the good foods that I need in the house. But I'm sure you've experienced not using it or not using all of it and letting some of it go to waste and still going out to eat, grabbing fast food, etc. Different degrees of preparation from meal delivery services to prepping things ahead of time, using something like a crock pot or an Instapot. Anything along those lines is a higher degree of preparation. You have to know, pay attention to, look at your own experiences, play around with trial and error to know what degree of preparation do you need right now to support your success? Keeping in mind that for different areas of your life, it's going to be different. Chris and I can have a plan to do date nights once a month, but that plan doesn't mean crap. If we're not prepared by saying, we've already defined the date on the calendar and we've hired a babysitter for that evening. That is the level of preparation that we need. We have somebody coming over to watch our kid. We're not all going to hang out in the living room together. That is the level of preparation that we need in order to execute something like a date night. Might be different for somebody else in a different season of life. Know, pay attention to what level of preparation you need for your own success. I would love to continue this conversation over in the Primal Potential Facebook group because I think we can all really learn from each other. With regards to this, we can see what people are doing in different areas that works really well, and we can be a support to each other when there are undoubtedly areas where we're still trying to figure it out. All right, make it a great day. I'll chat with you soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time.